شهد الله أنه لا إله إلا هو والملائكة والملائكة وأولو العلم قائما بالقسط لا إله إلا هو العزيز الحكيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين صلى الله وسلم وبارك على عبده ورسوله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين ما بعد فصل في أحكام اللعان فاللعان is the next reason for separation اللعان is the next reason for separation um, So he says the, the reason for the, the sending down for Li'an is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Quran. That the reason for Li'an if is someone is a man, if a man finds his wife committing zina. A man finds his wife committing zina. And it happened at the time of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. أن هلال بن أمية قذف زوجته عند رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم. هلال بن أمية he accused his wife of zina in front of the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم. and so the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said البينة البينة أو حد في ظهرك. either you bring proof or you're going to be punished. remember because if someone accuses another person of zina then the punishment is eighty lashes right or Eighty lashes, نعم. والذين يرمون المحصنات الغافلات فجلون ثمانين جلدة. ثمانين جلدة. Eighty lashes. So if someone accuses someone else of zina, then they are lashed eighty times. So when this man accused his wife of zina, the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم had nothing else to do other than either bring proof, which is the four witnesses, أربع شهادات أربع شهداء that you bring four witnesses, or you're going to be punished for القذف for accusing someone. Who's innocent of zina? So the man he said. So فقال يا رسول الله. He said, O Messenger of Allah, إذا رأى أحدنا على امرأته رجلا. If if one of us we see a man on on our on our wives, ينطلق يلتمس البينة. You think I'm gonna go and look for proof? يعني it's in a state of this is a state of anger. فجعل النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول. So the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم never said anything other than البينة أو حد في ظهرك. Either you bring proof. Or you're going to be punished for accusing someone of zina with no proof. فقال هلال. So هلال he said, والذي بعثك بالحق إني لصادق. I swear by the one who sent you with the truth, I am truthful. ولا ولا ينزلن الله ما يبرئ ظهري من الجلد. And Allah subhanahu wa taala definitely is going to send something down that's going to make me, يعني is going to have my back freed from being being lashed. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the ayat of Al-Li'an, which we're going through today. Which is when Allah says, وَالَّذِينَ يَرْمُونَ أَزْوَاجَهُمْ Those who accuse their wives. وَلَمْ يَكُلْ لَهُمْ شُهَدَاءُ إِلَّا أَنفُسُهُمْ And they have no witnesses for this accusation other than their own selves. The man, he saw his wife commit a zina. فَشَهَادَةُ أَحَدِهِمْ أَرْبَعُ شَهَادَاتٍ بِاللَّهِ إِنَّهُ لَمِنَ الصَّادِقِينَ Then in that case, a person, this person, he's that is the reason for Li'an coming down. Li'an has two reasons. Has two reasons. Number one is a person accuses his wife of zina. 
sees his wife committing zina. That's the first reason of al-li'an. And the second reason is to negate a child. So his wife has a child and he says that this wife is not mine. This child is not mine, sorry. You know when um, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, الْوَلَدُ لِلْفِرَاشِ وَلِلْعَاهِرِ الْحَجَرِ that the child is for the bed. Yeah, the child is for the marriage. If two, if a man and woman are married, if a child comes from that woman, then no matter what, that that child is considered the son of that or child of that of that man. No matter what happens, unless he denies it, which is called a nafi, he denies it, and he can deny it in multiple ways. One of the ways that he denies it is al-li'an. He says that this is not my child, and I'm prepared to do al-li'an in order to. Negate this child. This is not my child, and he only he only does this if he knows that it's impossible for this child to be his, either because he never touched her originally or he wasn't with her for more than four years. So how can this be my child? طيب. So um, why did I say four years? Why did I say four years? Accent because the maximum pregnancy is four years. Where did you learn that? Tahara, beginning of the book. This way, fiqh from the beginning to the end is all connected. You always have masail that are connected. So, you have to always know the beginning. Because the maximum pregnancy is four years. Therefore, if he's never touched her for four years and then she gives birth, then in that case, she, uh, he's able to do a li'an. The poem he said, the poem he said, in the poet, the poet he said, إِذَا زِنَا زَوْجَتِهِ Now I can't remember. Now. We didn't do the right? We didn't do the hara. Oh, that's why my note thing was on the hara. Yeah. We didn't do the hara. Khalas, let's finish the li'an because we started it. Then we do the hara, inshallah. Okay. Um. No. So he the two reasons of li'an are what? Negation of child and accusing of of a zina. So the author, rahimahullah ta'ala, he says, وَإِذَا رَمَ الرَّجُلُ زَوْجَتَهُ بِالزِّنَا فَعَلَيْهِ حَدُّ الْقَذْفِ If a man accuses his wife of zina, فَعَلَيْهِ حَدُّ الْقَذْفِ Then he has to be punished, the punishment of القذف. And قذف is to accuse a person of committing zina without any proof. We're going to learn it, inshallah ta'ala, in kitab al-jinayat, when it comes to the criminal law. So if someone does قذف of his wife, specifically his wife, إِلَّا so then he, in that case, he has to be punished. إِلَّا أَنْ يُقِيمَ الْبَيِّنَةِ أَوْ يُلَاعِنَ He has two options. Uh, it, he has three options. Either he's going to be punished, or he brings proof, or he does al-li'an. فَيَقُولُ عِنْدَ الْحَاكِمِ عَلَى الْمِنْبَرِ فِي جَمَاعَةٍ مِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ So the author, he says that the way that al-li'an happens is that the man, he accuses his wife of zina, or he negates a child, and he has no proof, and so he agrees to do al-li'an. And so he goes in front of the judge, al-hakim, the ruler or the judge, on top of the member, amongst a group of Muslims. And they said, they're not less than four people. It has to be four Muslims present there. And he says on the member, in front of the hakim, أَشْهَدُ بِاللَّهِ إِنَّنِي لَمِنَ الصَّادِقِينَ فِيمَا رَمَيْتُ بِهِ زَوْجَتِي فُلَانَةَ مِنَ الزِّنَا I, I, I bear witness by Allah that I am from the truthful. I am truthful in my accusation of my wife committing zina. 
وإن هذا الولد من زنا ليس مني من زنا وليس مني and this child that came from this zina this child that came from the, my, my wife is from zina and it's not my child وليس مني أربع مرات he says this four times like Allah says in the Quran فشهادة أحدهم أربع شهادات بالله إنه لمن الصادقين He's, he, he takes a witness four times that I am truthful. وَالْخَامِسَةَ And then on the fifth one, he, can, he says another fifth witness. وَيَقُولُ فِي الْخَامِسَةِ بَعْدَ أَنْ يَعِظَهُ الْحَاكِمُ عَلَيَّ لَعْنَةُ اللَّهِ إِنْ كُنْتُ مِنَ الْكَاذِبِينَ He says at the fifth time, may the curse of Allah be upon me if I am lying. At this point, we have four witnesses. That, remember we said that the, generally, we not remember, but like we didn't take this. But generally, for someone to accuse someone else of zina, they must have... Four witnesses that seen what happened, right? So in the case of a husband accusing the wife of zina, then the four witnesses, they are replaced by four testimonies of the husband. He says, I swear by Allah, I'm truthful. 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 That's four times, okay? The ulama, they say now, that after the fourth time, then the judge... Or the ruler, he should advise him now and tell him that fear Allah, if you're lying, then remember because the Prophet وسلم, he said to the one who, who Hilal, he said, Allah knows that one of you two are lying. Then is any one of you guys going to repent? Right? And then he said, and the Prophet وسلم, also advised the one doing mula'ana. Saying, may the curse of Allah be upon me. Before he says, may the curse of Allah be upon me. He says, That the punishment in the dunya, that you're going to be lashed or for, for lying to the man, or to the woman, you're going to be um, executed for a zina. That punishment is less than the punishment of the akhirah. So, one of you, so before you curse yourself, remember this. So the, the, that's, what, that's what he means by, بَعْدَ الْإِمَامِ after the four witnesses, before he says the fifth one, the Imam, the judge, tell, advises him. Ya'idhuhu al-Imam. And that's what the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he done. Okay. وَيَقُولُ فِي الْخَامِسَةِ Then in the fifth one he says, عَلَيَّ لَعْنَةُ اللَّهِ إِن كُنْتُ مِنَ الْكَاذِبِينَ May the curse of Allah be upon me if I am from the liars. If I'm lying, then may the curse of Allah be upon me. And the curse of Allah is, الْعِبْعَادُ مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ Is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not show mercy upon me. May Allah not show mercy upon me if I'm lying about what I'm saying. Uh, now this, this is wajib in one situation. It's obligatory upon the man. Generally, what's the ruling on li'an? If someone sees his wife committing zina, what should he do? The majority of the, the scholar, Imam Nawawi mentions that it is better for him to keep quiet. It's better for him to keep quiet and divorce her without doing al-mula'ana, without doing al-li'an. That's if the case where there is no child. As for in the case where there is a child from zina, that has a, a wife has a child from zina, then the scholars, the majority of the scholars, they say it is obligatory upon the man to negate that child. It's obligatory upon him to negate that child, even if it be by doing this, al-li'an. So what happened so far? A man, he saw his wife committing zina, and he went to the ruler and he said, hmm? Yeah, it's similar. 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 It's
اللي عن جست مسألة إيش يكود اللي عن؟ كمن وكم ترى إن شاء الله؟ مباهلة سمنة مباهلة يا except for the rulings are not the same. نعم. So so far the man he saw his wife committing zina waliyazubillah and he went to the judge to accuse her of zina and she then what happened he was he had to bring evidence he had to bring evidence or he's going to be cursed I mean or he's going to be punished or he's going to be punished the wife now she would be now so if if he's not if he doesn't bring evidence and he doesn't want to be punished then he must do alian he must curse uh, do this alian. He bear witnesses four times that I am truthful and the fifth time that they may the curse of Allah be upon me if I'm lying. What happens after that? Then now the punishment is on the wife now. The punishment is on the wife. The punishment of zina is on the wife. And so she has an option. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then, then gives her the option now. That she has now the option to either take the punishment because she's not denying it she can say I've done. She can say, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna deny it. Therefore, she takes the punishment, and that's better for her if she's lying, if he, if he is telling the truth and she's lying, she actually did commit zina. But then, if she now wants the punishment to, she she believes she's innocent, for example, or she's innocent, then in that case, she has to bear witness four times that she that he is lying, and the fifth time after the imam advises him, after the advi- the imam advises her, then. She says, may the anger of Allah be upon me if he is truthful. Okay? So now what happens when I stand still? She, he accused and she rejected the accusation. He done li'an and she done li'an as well. So we're at a standstill now. And so the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Wallahu ya'lamu anna ahadakuma kathibun fahal minkuma ta'ib. One, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows that one of you are lying. Either the man is lying of, of accusing her of zina, or she's lying, saying she didn't commit zina, or she did do it, right? One of you are lying. So is there any one of you who's going to repent? And if none of them repent, then five things, five results come from al-li'an. Five results come from al-li'an. Number one, it says, وَيَتَعَلَّقُ بِلِعَانِهِ خَمْسَةُ أَحْكَامٍ سُقُوطُ الْحَدِّ عَنْهُ Number one, he has no punishment on him. The 80 lashes that he deserved for accusing someone of zina, he doesn't deserve that anymore because the li'an is gone. Number two is wujub al-haddi alayha. Number two is that, this is that, that she must be punished. That's before she, she does her li'an. So these, these five are after his li'an, after what he says. These are the five results of him. Then after that, we're going to come to the results of her. Wujub al-haddi alayha. Then she must be punished. Wazawal al-firash. Number three is that they are permanently separated. They are permanently separated. Meaning, if a man does li'an to his wife, then they are separated, divorced, and they can never ever get back together, ever, in any circumstance. Okay? وَزَوَالُ الْفِرَاشِ وَنَفْيُ الْوَلَدْ And number four is that the child that comes from this is not, is not attributed to the man. يعني, the child that comes from zina is not attributed to the father, because the father is not the father. يعني, in zina, if someone commits zina and has a child from zina, then that's not your child. طيب. وَالتَّحْرِيمُ عَلَى الْأَبَدْ And the fifth one is that they are haram on each other forever. Meaning they can never get back together. Okay? What's the difference between five and three? Number three is that they're separated. And number five is that they're never allowed to get together. Okay. Mm. I was going to ask, um, you know, you said the, the child, 
Charles not attributed to the father. Mm. I've come across others where they say that uh, there's a minority opinion that it's still attributed to the father. Mm. Where does the discrepancy come from? The difference of opinion is He takes the opinion that it can be attributed to the father But others they call ijma' They say there's no difference of opinion among the scholars That it's not attributed to the father Allah It's not yeah. The second one was Wujub al-haddi alayha That she will be punished Unless she does her li'an of course So then what happens وَيَسْقُطُ الْحَدُّ عَنْهَا بِأَنْتُ if she now does her li'an, she, she does her, she says what she bears witness four times that he's lying, and fifth time that may the anger of Allah be upon me if he is telling the truth. فَتَقُولُ أَشْهَدُ بِإِلَّهِ إِنَّ فُلَانًا هَذَا مِنَ الْكَاذِبِينَ فِي مَا رَمَانِ بِهِ مِنَ الزِّنَا أَرْبَعَ مَرَّاتٍ وَتَقُولُ فِي الْخَامِسَةِ بَعْدَ أَنْ يَعِضَهَا الْحَاكِمْ وَعَلَيَّ غَضَبُ اللَّهِ إِنْ كَانَ مِنَ الصَّادِقِينَ Okay, then in that situation, all of these five results happen except for the punishment. She has no punishment. So only four results come from Al-Mu'alli'an the four results if she also does the Li'an even the, some of them they said um, that he goes on, they should go on the they should go on the minbar in the masjid after I mean, some, of the, some of them they say even after Asr because after Asr is the time where the uh, oaths are worse they're, they're, they're harsh يعني, in terms of taking an oath after Asr is stronger before Maghrib is stronger a person shouldn't lie it's is a worse time to lie so because of that they say that they should be on the minbar in the masjid after Asr and the hakim should be there, the ruler should be there and the judge should be there and they should have at least four witnesses. Yeah. So no punishment only the after? No punishment in it for any of them now, after that. No. So, um, I've got, um, it's, it's, it's more like a modern day kind of thing. So let's say for that, you know, most times it wouldn't be uh, do, do a DNA test to see if the child is the father's. <laughs> So now, now if it's if proven that the child is not the father's, then obviously that's, that's proven to the No, um, this issue, it was at the time of the Prophet wasallam. So the question is DNA. Uh, can, you can prove that it's the father, who's the father, or DNA. We say that DNA, when it comes to zina and affirming a child, is not considered. Mm -hmm. In Islam, what is considered is the marriage contract, nothing else. Mm -hmm. So if there's a marriage contract between two people, there is a marriage contract between two people, then that child that comes from that woman is always going to be that man's child. And if DNA, if DNA happens, or they, they go to a DNA, then it's still his child. Unless, unless he now takes li'an, he does li'an. Based on the DNA, he does li'an. Then in that case, he has that. That's, that, that's for him. So would that be bayina then? For a zina? No, it's not considered bayina. That's what I'm saying. Because in the, in the hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam When the, the hadith of, of Sauda Ibn Zam'a Ibn, Ibn Zam'a The wife of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam That two people they claimed a child And one of them were married So there, there were two people that were married And another person claimed this is my child that, that person from the marriage is my child And so the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam looked at them And he saw the clear resemblance between this child and the other man And that clear resemblance is a type of proof right It's like DNA is a type of proof this is a type of proof. And so he saw a clear resemblance between them. And so the Prophet said, uh, the, the child is for the marriage. Whatever the marriage is, that's what the child is. The one who commits zina will get stoned. الحجر. But then the Prophet despite that said to his wife Sauda, But Sauda, wear your hijab in front of this child. Even though it might be your brother's child, but wear your hijab. 
because even though sorry even though i i, I ruled that it's, it, it is he is related to you i ruled that is related to you also that in terms of like in just in case where the hijab because of i see the, the resemblance in terms of dna that show not in terms of the resemblance so that shows that dna evidence isn't a proof when it comes to zina or affirming a child or any any other evidence like that it's not a proof in that situation so you mentioned that she had to wear hijab, does that mean that the child doesn't take all the rulings? No, it does. But the Prophet just done that, out, told so to wear the hijab out of precaution. Because even though even though the child is related to soda in terms of sharia, because of the marriage, but because of the resemblance and the claim was there as well, then he said just out of precaution, wear hijab from him. So generally DNA evidence isn't considered when it comes to zina, or when it comes to uh, a child having a lineage or all of that, it's not considered. But if it does happen, then a person has the, the father now has a choice of al-li'an. Mm. Mm. Is that clear? No, no. Is that clear, guys? Yeah. Tayyip. Um, no. That is the results of al-li'an. Okay. I was going to say something. What was I going to say? Someone could cut me, huh? He says, "The fifth, Ali is of Allah." Hmm. The they say, is hard to, to. It's like hub, like love, mm-hmm. and anger. It's hard to define. They don't. They say, "Lama fassaruh." Huh? It's anger as well. Some things don't need tarif. Like for example, what's the definition of water? It's just water. Anger is just anger. Love is just love. That's what the, the, the philosophers, when they try to define anger, they try to deny anger of Allah. They use, the, they use this to deny the anger of Allah, deny the love of Allah. They say anger is ghayalan dam It's for the blood to get hot, hot blooded. We say if hot, getting hot blooded is the result of anger. But is it anger itself? No, it's not. There is, what is anger? What's the definition of anger? What's the definition of love? It's not, uh, exactly, so they, they, so they defined it So they said Allah does not get angry Because anger it, it necessitates that You have blood and it gets hot And Allah, does, we, we can't say Allah gets hot blooded That's what they say We say that's not even the definition of anger in the first place Al-ghadab is, is ghadab Everyone knows what ghadab is That's it Hub, hub, ma is ma Falamma, some, they, say, they, say, they say some things that When they try to, when they try to definish, define it They Made it even worse and harder to, to, to understand. And for example, water. I said, I tried to define one of the philosophers. I tried to define water and I went here and there. And at the end, I ended up saying, Water is water. <laughs> so you can't define it. Understand? No. Um, no. Tayyip. Is that clear? Is everyone, is everyone clear about Lian? Is there any questions about Lian from sisters as well? There's no question. Someone check if there's questions from there. No questions, yeah? خلاص فصل نعم. So I'm guessing that hukum is different if a woman catches the husband doing something. Yeah, the woman catching her husband committing zina doesn't take the same ruling as li'an. They don't do li'an in that situation. She can go and uh, leave the marriage or accuse him of being a fasiq and leave the marriage for another reason, but not for li'an. Because generally, the punishment of zina, the punishment of zina, the witness cannot be a woman. If so, if there's four, remember, we know when you say the zina. Four witnesses. Those four witnesses have to be all male. And so therefore it can't be a woman. So if it's 
actually have to see the act? Yeah, they have to see the act. They have to, as they say, they have to see the pen enter into the ink point, ink, ink pot. Mm. No. So when you mentioned those rules, it doesn't apply like CCTV and stuff like that, right? Because it could be... Yeah, CCTV does not apply when it comes to the punishment of zina. Why is Shuhada specific to like, uh, a man? Why is what? You know the ayah, when I'm like, fully leveled, Shuhada will let them for But in reference to like, if they don't have four witnesses, why is these witnesses, why do they have to be male, for example? Because in the Sharia, yeah. witnessing are types. When it comes to witnessing for punishments, hudud, all hudud as a principle, all, all punishments in the Sharia, stealing, zina, they have to be male. Female witnesses are not accepted. Similarly, in wealth, wealth, the female witness is half the witness of the man. So you have two men, or you have one man, farajulun, one ra'atan, and two women, they're half. And in some, in some cases, the women is not, so generally the, woman, the women's witness is not acceptable, except in wealth, when it comes to wealth. It's a qa'id in the sharia, farajulun, one ra'atan, they give that. Um, uh, there's nas in the hadith as well. Like, I can't remember the, the exact laf. Like, we'll double check, inshallah. But this is a principle generally. It's a qaida. When you say the punishment is worse in the, in the akhirah compared to the dunya, for example, zina, does the punishment of the dunya expiate the sin? Or are you still with what sin on your scales? Now, if, if a person is punished for zina, if someone is punished for a punishment, uh, is punished for a sin that they've done in this dunya, then that punishment is an expiation for their sin. So if a woman, or for example, the woman who committed zina at the time of the Prophet and she came to the Prophet repenting, and she asked for the punishment to be held upon her. So it was done after the Prophet rejected her multiple times, but she, she insisted that the punishment be applied on her. And so when it was applied on her, the Prophet said, لَقَدْ تَابَتْ تَوْبَةً لَوْ وُزِّعَتْ عَلَىٰ أَهْلِ الْمَدِينَةِ لَكَفَتْهُمْ if she, she had repented a repentance that if it was given to all the people of Medina, it would have been enough for them. So that, that shows that the punishment in the dunya is, a, is an expiation of the punishment of the akhirah. They're not punished in the akhirah. Mm. So would it be, um, as a person, would, would it be allowed to go and go to a country and seek the had? Uh, Would a person be allowed to go to a country and seek the punishment if the punishment is not applied in this country? Allahu alam, I don't know. Allahu alam. Faslun. Is question? Is there a last question? Let's double check for the sisters. No questions. Huh? Faslun. Mm. So is there a version um, where the woman accuses the man? No. no. Only the man. It's only the man, not the woman. Now, faslun fi ahkam al It comes from the word al-dhahar. Al-dhahar, which means the back. And it is for a man to say about his wife that you are like the back of my mother. The, 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 the time, at the time of the Jahiliyyah, some of the Arabs, what they used to say in order to divorce their wife in a not very nice way, in a bad way, they would divorce their wife by saying, Anti ummi. You are like the back of my mother. Because the mother is haram upon, upon every, no one's, you're not allowed to, um, touch your mother in that way, right? Just like that, he said that you are like my mom. You're haram upon me, just like that. And this is no doubt, as Allah says in the Quran, إنهم ليقولون منكرا من القول وزورا. That is an evil speech to say, and it is a lie. So a person who commits al-dhihar, then he has certain options. So it's for someone to 
uh, compare his wife to his mother. And they say also, وَعْلَمْ أَنَّ تَشْبِيهَ الزَّوْجَةِ بِالْجَدَّةِ سَوَاءٌ كَانَتْ مِنْ قِبْلِ الْأُمِّ وَالْأَبْ يَكُونَ ظِهَارًا Similarly, if you compare your wife to uh, your, your grandmother, for example, you say you're like mother, so it's not just specific to the mother, but generally, it's for people who are haram upon you. لِأَنَّهُنَّ أُمَّهَاتٌ أُمَّهَالُتْ أُمَّهَاتُ وَلَدُ أُمَّهَاتُ وَلَدِهِنَّ وَلِأَنَّهُنَّ يُشَارِكْنَ الْأُمَّ فِي الْعِتْقِ وَسُقُوطِ الْقِصَاصِ وَوُجُوبِ النَّفَقَةِ وَقِيلَ فِيهِ خِلَافٌ كَالتَّشْبِيهِ بِالْبِنْتِ طيب. So generally when it comes to the mother, there's no difference of opinion that is haram and the rulings of dhihar apply. Similarly, the jadda, the, grand, the grandmother also applies. And similarly, a daughter. If you say you're like my daughter, then there is difference of opinion, but it also applies as a dhihar. If someone does this, then he has a few options. And this ayah was revealed um, at the time of the Prophet وسلم, in Surah Al-Mujadila. When Allah said, Allahu fi zawjiha wa When the woman came to the Prophet وسلم, and she complained, basir. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala heard the conversation between them and Allah sees and hears everything. And then Allah gives a ruling on what happened. When the man said to the wife, that you are like the back of my mother in such a, in an evil way to divorce her. So Allah says, وَالَّذِينَ يُظَاهِرُونَ مِنْكُمْ مِنْ نِسَائِهِمْ مَا هُنَّ أُمَّهَاتِهِمْ إِنْ أُمَّهَاتُهُمْ إِلَّا اللَّائِ وَلَدْنَهُمْ Those people who accuse your wives of being like your mothers, مَا هُنَّ أُمَّهَاتِهِمْ Then you're not, like the, you're not their mothers. إِنْ أُمَّهَاتُهُمْ إِلَّا اللَّائِ وَلَدْنَهُمْ The mothers are the, are the ones who gave birth to you. وَإِنَّهُمْ لَيَقُولُونَ مُنْكَرًا مِنَ الْقَوْلِ وَزُورًا And no doubt, those people, they are saying something evil and they are saying something which is a lie. And then it says, Then if a person now, he returns and he repents from what he said, then he is not allowed to touch his wife unless he gives the kafara, the penalty. So therefore we say, the person has two options after he commits al-dhihar. So we know what al-dhihar is. Uh, and the person after he commits al-dhihar, he has two options. Guys, did you guys see the the um, Ahmed? No. Did you guys see the, the announcement? Or was it very late? Did you guys see the announcement? Okay, alhamdulillah. That's not my fault. Alhamdulillah. Zakallah khairan. Tayyib. Um. Then he has two options, right? Uh, number one is so. Let's look at the author. What he says: "Al-dhihar an yaqul al-rajulu li zawjati is for you to say to your wife, 'Anti aliyak al-zahri ummi. You are like the back of my mother.'" فإذا قال ذلك ولم يتبعه بالطلاق If he says that and then he doesn't divorce her So that's his first option He can divorce her صار عائدا ولزمته الكفارة If he doesn't divorce her Then he's considered to be عائد ثم يعودون لما قالوا Like Allah said They return back from what they said So if he doesn't divorce her after that Then he goes back to his wife After committing الظهار ولزمته الكفارة Therefore in this situation He would have to pay a penalty وَالْكَفَارَةِ And that is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Qur'an فَتَحْرِيرُ رَقَبَةٍ مِنْ قَبَلِ أَنْ يَتَمَاسَةِ And the first thing is in order. Remember we mentioned the kafarat, the penalties. They are those which are in order and those which are according to your choice. Remember? You guys remember that? Ah. So this one is in order. You must pay in this order. فَتَحْرِيرُ رَقَبَةٍ مُؤْمِنَةٍ So he says وَالْكَفَارَةِ عِتْقُ رَقَبَةٍ مُؤْمِنَةٍ سَلِيمَةٍ مِنَ الْعُيُوبِ That you must free a believing slave. That is free from any clear um, deficiencies. 
And for example, a slave who only has one leg, for example, that's not enough. You have to free a believing slave who has no deficiencies. Then if you cannot find a slave, which is today, then you must fast two months in a row. Like Allah says in the Quran, فَمَنْ لَمْ يَجِدْ فَصِيَامُ شَهْرَيْنِ مُتَتَابِعَيْنِ مِنْ قَبْلِ أَنْ يَتَمَاسَ Then you must fast two months in a row before you, before you can touch your wife. You're not allowed to touch your wife until you fast those two months in a row. And when we say two months in a row, we mean consecutively without breaking any day. So if someone fasts 59 days and then on the 50, he doesn't fast the last day, then he has to start all over again for those 60 days. مُتَتَابِعَيْنِ now, if he's not able to fast 60 days in a row, uh, he says that you must feed 60 poor people. 60 poor people. Each poor person must be given one mud of food. Each poor person must be given one mud of food. And the next masala is that you're not allowed to Touch your wife sexually until you pay back the kafara. So therefore, the one who commits al-dhihar as a, as, a, as a khulasa, a man, he says to his wife, you're like the back of my mother or grandmother or daughter. Okay, then in that situation, he is he has done al-dhihar. We give him two options. Either you divorce your wife or you, you take the second option, which is you go back to your wife. If you don't divorce your wife, then before you can touch your wife, you must pay the kafara, which is to free a slave or... And if you can't do that, then you must fast two months in a row. And if you cannot do that, then you must feed 60 poor people. Wallahu a'lam. I have two questions. What if the Matthew says, as in like says, to me, you're like my mother, is it in a way of praise? No, if it means it, if it means it in, in, no, in a way of divorce, not in a way of praise. So it's, it's, then it doesn't count. Then it doesn't count. If he says this and he divorces the wife, then the sin is upon him, but he doesn't have to pay the penalty. No. Uh, does this divorce count as uh, one from the three divorces? Yeah, it counts as one, one of the three divorces. And the other question I was going to say is, uh, this uh, Mesa, uh, is it, what's the evidence that it's uh, not just touching? What is uh, intercourse? It's something that's known in Lugha. Touching, of course, known in Lugha. Lems. They know that. Even the ayah. So a lot of the scholars, they mention this is. It's uh, معروف in Lugha. What's the mud? Mud is around a handful of food. Around 500 grams. 500 liters. Milliliters. Milliliters. Really, it's sorry. No, it does this. For the 60 days, can the 30, can 30 of the days be in Ramadan? Does that count? Or? No, the 30 of the days cannot be in Ramadan. It has to be outside Ramadan. You said, you, you mentioned that, um, you said if you fast 59 days and he doesn't fast 60, is it, is it 60 days or is it two ashram? What if the shah finishes in 29 days? If he started at the beginning of the month, beginning of the month, and then he finishes those two months, then some scholars, they allow it. Like in a shafi, they say 60 days. Because that's the ghalib, that's the majority. Because remember we said al-aslu fi shuhur is what? The, found, the original ruling when it comes to the month is how many days? 29 or 30? 30. Wallahu a'lam. Like this, there might be a difference of opinion because of a hadith. Like in, we'll double check that inshallah. Yeah. Tayyib, that, we take, that's al-dihar, right? And we've taken al-li'an 
for those people who missed it because we accident, we we done the li'an, the next chapter we done it by accident. I missed the dhihar, so that's the dhihar. طيب. Then now we are on the next the chapter after that, which is فصلٌ في أحكام العدة, the rulings pertaining to عدة, right? Remember when we said that we're going to speak about all of these عدة, uh, the divorce and stuff like that. So العدة uh, is the time period that a woman has to wait before she can remarry again. Okay. Uh, no. Ida ismun li muddatin ma'adudatin tatarabbas fiha al-mar'atu li ta'rifa bara'ati rahimiha. And the reason for it is the reason the, the wisdom behind the idda is to know that she has nothing in her womb, meaning her she's not pregnant, right? وذلك يحصل بالولادة تارة وبالأشهر أو الأقراء أخرى ولا شك أن المعتد على الضربين نعم. So this time period we have to uh, the reason the intended reason behind it is to make sure that there is nothing in the womb and she's not pregnant. And the way to know that are many different ways as the author رحمه الله تعالى mentions here. So he says فصل في أحكام العدة والمعتدة ضربان متوفى عنها زوجها وغير متوفى. So the, he, he categorizes them into two. You're going to be in your idda as a, as a woman because your, your husband died or you're in your idda and your husband didn't die. So therefore it's for divorce or uh, another form of separation. So let's look at the one whose husband died. The one whose husband died. The woman whose husband died. So she said, How long is her idda? If she is pregnant, then her idda finishes when she gives birth. And this is a principle that whenever, that any idda, it finishes when someone gives birth. If a woman gives birth, then her idda finishes there and then. Even if it be 10 seconds later. Yani her husband dies, then 10 minutes later she gives birth, then her idda was only 10 minutes. And her ihdad is only 10 minutes. Similarly, if someone... Hmm? Ihdad, we're going to take it, inshallah. Uh, uh, similarly, if someone divorces his wife, right, and she's pregnant, and during the pregnancy, during during the labor, she's about to give birth, and he see, he sees another side to her during the labor, so you're divorced, and she gives birth, then the idda is finished, huh? The idda finishes at the giving birth all the time. If the divorce or the death happens, then the, if she's pregnant. Then the idda finishes at giving birth because Allah says in the Quran, "وَأُولَاتُ الْأَحْمَالِ أَجَلُهُنَّ أَنْ يَضَعْنَ حَمْلَهُنَّ." The one who's pregnant, her idda is for her to give birth. وَإِنْ كَانَتْ حَائِلًا فَعِدَّتُهَا أَرْبَعَةُ أَشْهُرٍ وَعَشْرٌ. But if she is now not pregnant, so her husband dies while she's not pregnant, then her idda is four months and ten days. That's because Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says in the Quran, "وَالَّذِينَ يَتَوَفَّونَ وَالَّذِينَ يَتَوَفَّونَ مِنْكُمْ وَيَذَرُونَ أَزْوَاجًا يَتَرَبَّصْنَ بِأَنفُسِهِنَّ أَرْبَعَةَ أَشْهُرٍ وَعَشْرًا Those who die as a man, if you die and you leave behind your wife, then your, her idda is four months and ten days. So therefore in those four months and ten days, she's not allowed to get married and those rulings apply to her. We're going to speak about more rulings when it comes to the one whose husband died. That's called ihdad. Hmm. Uh, so what, you know how you said that her bed finishes when she Does it extend yeah, and it does extend the longer pregnancy. She was uh, divorced within like, her first pregnancy, so her pregnancy was the next eight months. Uh, eight months now, instead of being four months, ten days. Exactly. So if a woman she uh, gives, uh, she she's divorced, and her, she's pregnant, then her idda, and only uh, when you see that she's pregnant, you're allowed to divorce your wife, right? I mentioned that. Then um, her idda extends until she gives birth. 
يعني يو بي 8 مانث 7 مانث او ايفر انت وش جيز بيرث عده ان طيب وغير متوفى عنها زوجها طيب ذا سكند تايب اوف وومن از ذا وان هوز هوز هازبند ديد نوت داي سو هير هازبند از ستيل الايف سو هير عده ان كانت حاملا سو شي واز اوبسلي هير عده واز بيكوز شي هاد شي واز سيبريتد شي واز سيبريتد فروم هير هازبند ان كانت حاملا فعدتها بوضع الحمل اف شي از بريجننت ذا وينز هير عده وين شي جيز بيرث وإن كانت حائلا من ذوات الحيض and she if she is not pregnant حائل means she is not pregnant من ذوات الحيض فعدتهن بالأقراء وهي الأطهار وإن كانت صغيرة أو آيسة so if she is not pregnant then she has two situations either she is from ذوات الحيض she is a woman who normally has her period then in that case her عدة is three قرء three قرء القرء is what Allah سبحانه وتعالى mentions in the Quran والذي ثلاثة قروء ثلاثة قروء وإن طلقتموهن إذا طلقتم النساء ف ثلاثة قروء عند البقرة anyway ثلاثة قروء three قرء now the scholars of now the word قرء okay the reason why I mentioned it in Arabic is because the word قرء there is it has two meanings in Arabic it could mean and it is from the adad adad يعني so one word that mean opposite meanings one word it means the opposite meanings right and it could mean menstruation and what's the opposite of menstruation tahara purity so it can mean it can mean menstruation it can mean purity so the scholars they differ when allah said thalathata quru when she has to wait her her idda is three qur then is it three pre- three uh, periods or three puri- signs of purity? The Shafi'is they say it is purities. Yani she waits when she gets pre- she she has a period, then she sees the sign of purity. Then she gets pre- uh, her period. Then she sees purity. Then she sees her period. Then she sees her purity. As soon as she sees that third purity, then her idda finishes. And obviously, if you take it as the other meaning, then what are you gonna take? The complete opposite. It is pe- periods. So you're gonna say she sees her period, it's one, then purity, then period, then purity, then period, and that's enough. She doesn't have to see another purity. طيب. So it's shorter. What's the correct opinion? Shafi'i say athar. Like what seems to be correct, Allahu alam is the opposite. Is that it is the, the periods, right? Because this is what, that's what the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam mentioned to one of the women when they asked about um, in the hadith narrated by Bukhari and Muslim when they asked about her. استحاضة when she was having irregular bleeding and so the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said ودع الصلاة قدر الأيام التي كنت تحيضين فيها أو قدر أقرأك أو قدر أقرأك wait and don't pray according to the times of your أقرأ أقرأ meaning your periods in that situation so therefore some of the scholars they mention that because of this hadith we take it as that meaning even though the word can have both meanings but because of that hadith in that situation because the Prophet ﷺ used it in that situation, then they say that it means the period. Nah. When you say purity, you mean the sign of purity after that. No, period, having a period. Oh, purity. Yeah, yeah the sign of purity. Yeah, okay. the sign of purity. So she finished her period. So why would Allah be so specific with the word if you could use it easier? Allahu Akbar. And Allah, Allah has the mo- is the most wise. And He uses the most wise. Whatever He does, He done it with the wisdom, no doubt. Yeah. I want to ask about the... 
about um, if you can't, you're not allowed to divorce, divorce a woman if she's pregnant until she becomes clear. Mm. Is that physical seeing clearly or can you take a test? Allahu alam. Will a test come under that? Allahu alam. Allahu alam. So if a woman, you're not allowed to divorce a woman until you're, she's clear that she's pregnant, does the test count as it? Why not? So it says, إن كانت حاملاً فعدتها بوضع الحمل وإن كانت حائلاً من ذوات الحيض So if she has her period, then it's three periods, right? وإن كانت صغيرة أو آيسة What if she is young? And she doesn't have her period. She's too young. Or آيسة She's past her menopause. She doesn't have her period anymore. Then in that case, that woman, her عدة is three months. Because Allah says, واللائي لم يحضن Okay? The ones who does not uh, have the حيض then she uh, she has three months. What will I say? So the one who's Yaisna, menopause. There's a young girl. Both of them, their idda is three months. So therefore, we have how, how many different types of idda do we have? So we have number one, a woman who's pregnant. When's her idda finish? A woman whose husband died Four months and ten days A woman whose husband didn't die and she's divorced And she has a period Three cycles And a one who doesn't have a period Three months These are the edit Okay Yeah Ahsant We're going to come to it now right now And that is If a person now they don't. They, if they um, are divorced before they consummate the marriage, then Allah says in the Quran, so he says The woman who is divorced before consummating the marriage Then she has no idda Because we know in that situation that It's impossible for her to be pregnant through that marriage So because Allah says in the Quran Or you believe, or you believe if, you, if you marry or believe a woman And then you divorce her Before you touch her She has no idda وَعِدَّةُ الْأَمَةِ فِي الْحَمْلِ كَعِدَّةِ الْحُرَّةِ And the slave girl, the slave girl, when it comes to pregnancy, is the same as a free, free girl. So if, يعني, if, if the wife is a, is a slave, then her idda is until she gives birth. وَبِالْأَقْرَاءِ تَعْتَدُ بِالْقَرْأَيْنِ But when it comes to her qura, we said there's three, right? Three periods, or three athar, three periods for her, uh, for the free, lady, free, free woman. As for the slave, then it's two. Because remember, we said that the rulings of a slave is half the rulings of a, of a free person. And obviously, we can't have one and a half or so therefore we make it two. وَبِالشُّهُورِ عَنِ الْوَفَاتِ بِشَهْرَيْنِ We make it three, two months. وَخَمْسِ لَيَالٍ شَهْرَيْنِ وَخَمْسِ لَيَالٍ Two months and five days. وَعَنِ الطَّلَاقِ بِشَهْرٍ وَنِصْفِ And when she's divorced, uh, sorry, when, when someone dies, يعني. بِالْوَفَاتِ someone, If her husband dies, then it's two months and five days. And if it is by divorce, then it is one month and a half. Naam. And that is for the slave woman. Naam. Hmm. It says in his book that it's all right. All that is better is for two months. If you're not tended with a 
لا بأس إن شاء الله فصل في أحكام الاستبراء الاستبراء أنا فصل في أحكام الاستبراء الاستبراء السملة عدة الاستبراء we're gonna go for very quickly because generally to do with slaves الاستبراء is same wisdom which is to make sure that the womb is free it has no pregnancy in it so if someone when someone buys a female slave then he's not allowed to touch her until they have the istibra which is by one month one month of her period then in that case one period sorry when she has her one period then the man can uh, uh, enjoy his slave in the way that Allah allowed ومن استحدث ملكا ملك أمتن whoever now gets a slave woman حرم عليه الاستمتاع بها حتى يستبرئها that you're not allowed to touch her until she has istibra istibra is one period إن كانت من ذوات الحيض بحيضة if she is a woman who gives her, who has a period, then she has one period. وإن كانت من ذوات الشهور, if it's in terms of months, because she's too young or too old, then it's just one month. وإن كانت من ذوات الحمل بوضع الحمل. And if she's gonna, if she's pregnant, then it's when she gives birth to her baby. Then he says, وإذا مات سيد أم الولد استبرأت نفسها كالأمة. إذا مات أم سيد الولد. إذا مات أم إذا مات سيد أم الولد. Now this is an important مسألة. Not really present today. But it is Umm al-Walad. If a man has sexual intercourse with a slave and she gives birth, then that slave is free. After, he give, after she gives birth, she, after he dies, when the man dies, then she is now free because she gave birth to his child. And again, it shows that Islam it encourages the freedom of, of slaves. So she does her istibra' by one, one hayda, one, either one period or one month or giving birth. Like a free, like a slave. If a woman, if a man, uh, if an owner of a slave, and the slave gives birth to his child, then she is freed when he dies. The mother is free. The, the slave is free. The slave is free. Is that clear? Mm -hmm. And the child still is a slave. And they're all, they're all free. Yeah. They're free now. They're all freed. Okay. Um, so where does this uh, come from? The hadith about this? Yeah, the hadith of Maria. The Prophet had the free slave. Now, if a woman is on her period, what does, what, what does she have to, what do we have to give to her? What do we have to give to her? Okay? Yani in terms of what are her rights while she's on her idda. Fima yajibu al mutadda. He says, Walil mu'tadda rajiya asukna wa nafaka. Walil ba in asukna duna nafakati illa antakuna hamila. We have two situations of a a woman on her idda. A woman on her idda. She's either gonna be on her idda because rajiya and the first the first divorce, the first or second divorce. Or it's going to be ba'in. Yani, her is the last divorce. And she can never get married to that person again. Or she's not, she's, yani, the third divorce, the last divorce. Okay? 
Now, if it's the first divorce, he says, إِذَا كَانَتْ If it's the first divorce, then she still deserves a sukna wa nafaqa. You still have to pay for her living, and you still have to pay for her nafaqa, her daily, her daily expenses. Because, why? If it's the first or second divorce, because she's still the wife. She's still a wife. Remember, remember mentioned that. وَلِلْبَائِنِ As for the one who is ba'in, who is now the third divorce, then she gets, according to the, the, this opinion, is a sukna duna nafaqa. She has to be given a place to stay, but she doesn't get provi- provided for. إِلَّا أَن تَكُونَ حَامِلًا Unless she's pregnant. We'll take that as, 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 as a third situation. So the situation is that the man divorced his wife three times. So therefore, is, he still, is she still his husband, uh, his wife? No. Then in that situation, the scholars, uh, the, Shafi'i, the Shafi'i, they differ themselves. The author himself, he says, that she gets her house and she also gets provided for. Her daily expenses, food and drink and stuff like that. That is the, what the author has mentioned. The other opinion which seems to be stronger, Wallahu alam, is that she only gets, she only gets, no sorry, she gets nothing. She's not allowed to get, she, do, she, she doesn't have to be provided for when it comes to a sukna, a place to live. And she doesn't have to be provided for when it comes to uh, a nafaqa. Because she is no longer the wife. Naam. Um, and the, the hadith is the hadith of uh, when a woman came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And it's narrated by a Tirmidhi in his Jamia and Dar al-Qutni as well. That the Prophet, a woman came to the Prophet وسلم, after she was divorced three times. And so the Prophet وسلم, said, لا نفقة, لا نفقة You do not get any nafaqa, nor do you get any place to live. And no provision, no place to live. You don't deserve that from the husband. The husband doesn't have to provide for that for you anymore because you are now completely divorced. Mm. Yeah. So the difference among the Shafi'i is now we all, they all say that you don't have to provide for her when it's the third divorce. But do you have to give her a place to stay? We say no, you don't have to give her a place to stay. But the, the, the majority of the Shafi'i they say you do have to. Okay? Yeah. It's not, it's not, if a woman, she has no family and you divorce her three times, then she, you don't, she, if, if you let her stay in your house and there's no fitna, but obviously there's going to be fitna in that situation, but she's not your wife. So she doesn't stay in the house, according to the strongest opinion of Allah. She doesn't stay in the house. She, she goes to take care of herself now, after the third divorce. So if she's not your wife after the third divorce, why is she allowed to stay with you in the house? I just said she's not. She doesn't. She's not your wife, but she's allowed to stay in the house. No, she doesn't stay in the house. She can leave. No. You have to provide for her a place. In the other opinion, you have to provide for her a place to stay. That's if she's not pregnant. As for if she's pregnant, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there's no difference of opinion as Ibn Qudam al-Maqdisi mentions by ijma'ah. No difference of opinion that you have to provide for her throughout her pregnancy. A place to stay and nafaqa as well. You have to give her a place to stay and you have to spend upon her. And after she gives birth, you have to pay her for breastfeeding your child. She have to, you have to pay her 
for breastfeeding a child. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَسْكِنُهُنَّ مِنْ حَيْثُ سَكَنْتُمْ مِنْ وُجْدِكُمْ وَلَا تُضَارُّهُنَّ لِتُضَيِّقُوا عَلَيْهِنَّ وَإِنْ كُنَّ أُولَاتِ حَمْلٍ فَأَنْفِقُوا عَلَيْهِنَّ حَتَّى يَضَعْنَ حَمْلَهُنَّ If she is now pregnant, then you have to spend upon her until she gives, down, until she gives birth to that baby. No, then the, then the place that after she's given birth, then the, sec, 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 the second is gone. She doesn't have to put uh, the place to accommodation, doesn't have to be provided. But you have to pay her for breastfeeding. breastfeeding. You have to pay her for breastfeeding. How long? Two years. Two years. Yeah, it's fine. Nah, nah, but do you have to pay her for physical money? No. You pay her according to what you guys agreed to and what he's able to. Uh, the next masala is um, The next masala I, I referenced the hadith of Umm Salama al-Sabi'iyya to Tirmidhi and Dar al-Qutni I don't think it was Dar al-Qutni and Tirmidhi I can have to double check where the hadith was subhanAllah um, Naam the next message is وعلى المتوفى عنها الإحداد وهو الامتناع من الزينة والطيب. Now the second situation. Now what about the person whose husband died? The woman whose husband died. Then they say that she is now has to do الإحداد. And الإحداد is what the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said. لا يحل لمرأة تؤمن بالله واليوم الآخر أن تحد على ميت فوق ثلاث. It is not allowed for a person who believes in Allah on the last day. To do ihdad over a dead person for more than three days. Al-ihdad is a concept that was known in Jahiliya. That when a woman's husband died, that she would do al-ihdad. And that is that she would be in a rough situation. And the, jahi- the Jahilis, they would stay in one year in a, in a room. And they would rub themselves with the, the, uh, the, the, the remnants of, a, of an animal. The animals uh, number two. They would rub themselves with that and they would stay there for one year until the point that when she would come out, they would say that the animals would die because of that smell. Okay? And that is what the people of Jahiliya used to do. That's what that was their ihdad. As for the ihdad in Islam, then the reason for it is out of respect for the husband. That a woman, she does this ihdad for four months and ten days. Al-ihdad is al-imtina' an zina It is for a person to stay away from beautification, the woman. She stays away from beautification and wattib and also perfume. And that's because the Prophet said, As for if your husband dies, then you can do ihdad for four months and ten days. And another narration, Four months and ten days. The Prophet said that you're not allowed to wear clothing that has been dyed. Dyed clothing. Yani made in a color. Lakin, I'm going to give you a mulakhas, a summary of the rulings of the woman who is in her, in her ihdad. Number one is that the woman whose husband died, then she's obviously she's in her ihdad for four months and ten days. In those four months and ten days, she's not allowed to, number one, move from her house. She's not allowed to move from her house. She has to stay inside the house in which her husband died when she re- received the news of her husband dying. She has to stay in that house. No, if she can. She has to stay in the house if she can. And the scholars, they mention if she cannot afford it or because the house is going to break down 
then she's allowed to leave. But generally, she has to stay inside that house. Number two is, she's not allowed to wear any uh, beautiful, she's not allowed to beautify herself in terms of makeup or henna. She's not allowed to put henna on her hand or makeup. She's not allowed to wear makeup or kuhul, for example, in her eyes. She's not allowed to do that unless it's for medicine, medicine purposes. Number three is, she's not allowed to wear clothes of beautification. Any clothing that is worn as a clothes of beautification, yani something that she would go out to a wedding in, for example, or something that she would go out to an occasion in, then she's not allowed to wear that kind of clothing at all in, those, in that time. Number four is, she's not allowed to put perfume on her. She's not allowed to put on any perfume. Even alone, she's not allowed to put on any perfume. Um, obviously, that what doesn't count is soap and stuff like that. You're allowed to put on soap and stuff like that. Like on perfume, you're not allowed. Number five is she's not allowed to wear any jewelry. And number six is so she's not allowed to wear any jewelry. Number six is she's not allowed to leave her house unless she has a reason. So moving house and leaving house, two different things. Moving houses, she's not allowed, and she's not allowed to even leave her house. Unless she has a haja, she has a reason. Taib. That is the general rulings when it comes to ihdad. She must do this for four months and ten days from the day that her husband died. From the day that her husband died. Not from the day that she found out. She might have found out one month later. But from the day that her husband died, that's when the time starts. Yeah. She said the house she received the music. Yeah. When, where she yeah, was living at the time. She was living at the time. Not obviously, she was at another house. But the house where she was living at the time when she found out the news of her husband dying. Like some cultures they wear like fully black. Nah, some cultures they wear a certain color. For example, they wear only white. Some cultures and some only black. This is not uh, part of ihdad. It's not part of it at all. But what is, what is recommended is that she wears clothing that is not considered beautification. Whether it's white, whether it's black. So would it be a bit if you specify a specific... If a person believes it's better to wear black or white specifically, then that's an innovation. Like and if... They wear it just because the fact that it's what they wear normally or it's something that's not beautification at all or it's less beautification, then it's fine. No. Uh, is she allowed to leave the house to get some shopping? Right? She's only allowed to leave the house for a need. Is shopping a need? Yes. No. So shopping is a need. Yeah. Um, this is the, this is what we'll do, right? Wajib, She's sinning. She has to do this and she, if she does not do it, then she's sinning according to the majority of the scholars. No. Uh, that is the mulakhas, a summary of the rulings when it comes to al-ihdad. Then he says, وَعَلَى الْمُتَوَفَّ عَنْهَا زَوْجُهَا وَالْمَبْتُوتَةِ مُلَازَمَةِ الْبَيْتِ إِلَّا لِحَاجَةِ That the one whose, how, who, whose husband dies, she must, leave, she must stay in the house. وَالْمَبْتُوتَةِ And the one who's divorced three times, she must also stay in the house unless she has a need. The first one we understand, right? The one whose husband died. The second one, the, the one who's divorced three times, مَبْتُوتَةِ She's batting. Then does she have to stay in the house? That's what they say. Because remember we said that the Shafi'i said you have to give her a house, right? Lakin, when you say that he doesn't have to give her a house, then we don't say that. Wallahu alam. She doesn't have to stay in the house. Wallahu alam. Naam. Fasulun fi ar-rada'. Should we take ar-rada'? But I think people need to go to West London. So it's for iftar. So, and this ar-rada'a is important. Lakin, we'll take it inshallah ta'ala. Next lesson. Amma? What do you guys think? Ha, West London brothers. One hour and 40 minutes. I know that journey. I used to make it. Hmm. Go home. Karen. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. <laughs>
خلاص وانت هي وانت هي ان شاء الله اذا اوكي انا يجاز من لونج جيرني يجاز كيم لي يجاز هاد نيوز لازم اعرفه ها طيب انا وصل سم بيبل في سيستر سايد دي اوسو ما نيدز جو هوم ايلي بارك الله فيكم سو نيكست لازم وي تيك الرضاع سو بريست فيدينج ويتش از امبورتنت از ا لوت اوف مسائل ما كومز تو ذات النفقات يعني وات يو هاف تو سبيند ونفقه الزوجه وذا هازبند هاز تو سبيند ان حضانه ويتش از كاستدي تو تشيلدرن سو نيكست لازم وي فينيش ايفريثينج ان شاء الله سو نيكست لازم وي غان تيك بريست فيدينج نفقات وات يو هاف تو سبيند بروفيجن يعني وات بيرسون هاز تو بروفايد And the the wife, what she has to be provided for, and the 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 same time next week, guys. Yeah, inshallah, next week Ramadan. Next week will be 5:15. We're gonna pray, inshallah, and 5:30 we're gonna start the lesson, inshallah, so we can finish in time for people to go back to their houses. Bismillah. Barakallahu fiikum. Wa